This is the Prather Point. Anda, bienvenido. Welcome. Shamase. I'm Jeff Prather, back in Tucson for a special Prather Point. Uh, a lot of people really liked my Atachanas America. That was recorded because I'm traveling. And so this is another uh, pre recorded uh, Prather Point. Uh, and this one's in the dojo. And this is uh, three dojo families and talking about the dojo. So happy to be back uh, in Tucson. Uh, spent here a lot of my uh, life. You know, went to the University of Arizona, met uh, Philip Casador, uh, my Apache Shiwoye, my Apache grandfather who taught me the initiation ways. Uh, graduated with two bachelors and a bachelor of fine arts here degrees, and then went back uh, to military intelligence school at Fort Huachuca, and then eventually came back with the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration. So. A long time here. The dojo here has been here for 32 years. It's still going uh, with my great uh, Shibucho uh, Sensei Michael Buetti, who is uh, filming today. But I wanted to give you uh, a look into dojo life because that's what's going to help everyone survive what's coming next. So it's not about law and it's not about politics to solve problems. You can't have a republic. You can't have a civilized society if you don't have ethics. And our national ethics come from our morals and our morals come up from our spiritual base. And as you know, I always say American exceptionalism is based upon our exceptional love of life and freedom. And so that began uh, one time. It's really very well illustrative, illustrated uh, with uh, Japan. And so there's a series of movies I like people to watch about that. Because when I was little and I was adopted, you know, conceived and raped, orphaned and adopted, inducted by indigenous, tribally trained, uh, DEA and uh, DIA served, uh, I was very, very blessed. But at one point, uh, my adopted dad wanted me to join the football team, and I was afraid to join the football team. So in his genius, he didn't uh, force me. He just took me to different dojos. And back then, we're talking the 60s. People didn't know. You could say karate, and they thought it was some kind of Chinese food. Uh, there weren't a lot of kids uh, in karate dojos back then. And as with usual things, with scuba and everything, it starts out with young uh, men doing everything. Um, so it was really remarkable because going to the dojo changed my life. We, we went through different dojos. We didn't settle on a dojo uh, there was one dojo, um, the, the instructor said, oh, we'll teach your dad to use a stick on you. And my dad said, nope, we're out of here uh, for that. Uh, but we did find a great dojo, a traditional Japanese karate dojo, Chitoru Karate, a um, Yosei-kan. And uh, I grew up in that dojo from uh, age 10. It affected me profoundly. And the, uh, my shihan there, my sensei, William Dimitri Shihan, uh, had been a uh, soldier Airborne soldier, later on special forces, and a uh, cop. And, of course, I followed that path uh, quite a bit. And how we got there uh, is from nuclear war. And there's a series of movies I tell my students to watch. And the first one is Court Martial of Billy Mitchell with Gary Cooper, where he predicts right after World War I that uh, Japan will attack Pearl Harbor. He predicts it down, down to the T. Uh, and he is court-martialed for it, and he is ridiculed uh, for it, but he is uh, right. And the next movie uh, after that is Tor Tor Tor, which means Tiger, Tiger, Tiger in Japanese. And it's actually two films. It's a Japanese film and an American film, and it shows the Pearl Harbor attack from both uh, angles. And that is a great uh, film to watch, and you can watch the bureaucracy screw up on both sides. Uh, not just the American bureaucracy, but the Japanese bureaucracy, because the surrender, uh, the uh, declaration of war comes late because the Japanese diplomats can't translate it fast enough. Uh, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to declare war right before the attack. It's after. So it turns to be a surprise attack. And that's where Yamamoto uh, famously uh, is to have said, I fear all we have done is awakened a sleeping giant and filled him with terrible resolve. So after Tora 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 uh, is, uh, is Gallant Hours uh, with uh, James Cagney, another great film uh, that you should watch. 
and there's the scene where uh, there's a young airman who doesn't want to fly anymore. Uh, he goes, and Cagney uh, is playing Halsey, and Halsey's got a terribly tough job. Uh, and he says, well, I still want to fly, but I don't want to be a leader because I lost two planes today. I lost two of my guys today. And Halsey says, I lost your two planes, six other planes, two destroyers, a submarine, uh, and a cruiser. And he says, there are no great men. There are just men, ordinary men called upon to great circumstances. He says, go back and command your squadron. And that's a great, and he walks the ground, he gets out. That's a great um, leadership movie as well. Then we come to Midway, uh, and both are okay. The Charlton Heston one's okay. The new one is really well done, very, very realistic. Yamamoto at the beginning is saying, don't push us, and Yamamoto doesn't want to fight us. Uh, and he realizes that the uh, Tojo and the army militants are stupid. But once he once his, uh, his country declares war, he's a good uh, sailor, and he salutes smartly and carries out uh, the attack. Uh, and midway, you can watch um, you can watch um, all of the attacks happen there. You can see uh, all of the key um, elements, uh, including uh, the Doolittle raid, which was a one-way suicide mission uh, to hit Japan back immediately after that, uh, and that was very crucial. But then you really see divine providence come across uh, where. Um, Right when they're at Midway, they're about to engage, and they, actually this shows in the old Charlton Heston version, is the Japanese send out their scout planes, uh, and one scout plane leaves a half an hour late, and when that scout plane finally finds the American fleet, uh, he goes to radio the, the position, and the radio doesn't work, and that's divine providence. And if you look at American military history, you'll see divine providence, God uh, watching over America over and over again. And then in the space of a half an hour by afternoon, everything changes. And the Japanese have been kicking our butts across Pacific and all of a sudden uh, we're winning. Um, the movie after that is Emperor with Tommy Lee Jones when uh, the Missouri sails into um, uh, the harbor, Tokyo Harbor, uh, and the surrender terms happen, um, total surrender, uh, and there's a great scene, and I just did a movie Monday on Point Patriot on Patreon uh, about that, uh, where uh, they're trying to decide whether to try uh, the emperor, uh, Hirohito, for war crimes. And, like, well, we got, he's got to come to the office. I'm like, Kami, a god, because uh, they thought of him as a god, although he renounces his status later on, um, won't do that. But then translator goes, but he might come to your house for a private visit. And so uh, the emperor comes to uh, uh, MacArthur's house and visits, and they have a private meeting, which they're not supposed to have. They throw everybody else out, which they're not supposed to do. Uh, and they do a photograph, which is not supposed to happen. He actually touches him. He shakes hands with him. Not supposed to happen. This is change. The emperor realizes he has to change for Japan to survive. This is the point of this podcast for everybody out there. Is It's a different kind of war now. America has changed the way the buffalo culture and the, and the wild horse, Indian horse culture changed. That life forever is happening right now with this fifth generation biodigital information influence operation war. Everyone is going to have to change. And this is a way to change. But this final movie, Emperor, really illustrates American exceptionalism. Because after they shut the doors, just the translators, there's MacArthur and Hirohito sitting there. Then uh, Hirohito stands up and goes over and stands in front of MacArthur, who's sitting. Uh, and he bows and says, in clearly practiced English, is, uh, I want to take responsibility for all of Japan's war crimes on myself, not on Japan. I want the punishment to fall on me. And he's, sta he's standing there. What the Japanese have thought of as a, of a, as a god. And it's happened because we've waged nuclear war on them. Twice we have killed 
hundreds of thousands of women and children and civilians with nuclear weapons, with atomic bombs, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, to break their will. That's really what war is about, because we were going to lose so many soldiers and Marines on the island. We already learned that uh, in Iwo Jima and Hacksaw Ridge and Tara, we'd learned that they would fight house to house, that, because that was the culture. And then um, Tom Lee Jones says, well, thank you. He says, please be seated. And he says, "That's this is not, I appreciate your sentiment, but this is not what this meeting is about. Yipper's just sitting up there, he goes, I need your help to rebuild Japan. And then it's amazing American exceptionalism. We gave the country back. Japan became our ally. That's American exceptionalism. That's how much uh, we have loved life and freedom. Because God says life and freedom are good. Death and slavery are bad. And so that's the series that you should watch. But watching movies isn't going to do it. You're going to have to do it. So this is where I do it. And so I'm now referring to my process of sanctification. If you haven't seen my Branson speech, uh, you know, I went to Branson and I did the last Freedom and Health Conference of 2022 in Branson, where I had done the first in 2021 in Tulsa. And I talked about the seduction of evil process, which is oppression. Everybody's oppressed all the time, bent over. And then obsession, the obsession with the masks and everything. I'm still seeing mask morons around Tucson. It's unbelievable. Uh, and then, um, so oppression, obsession, uh, then infection, uh, infection with fear, with ego, which leads to infestation, which can then lead to possession. That's the spiritual process of evil, the seduction of evil. Uh, and a lot of people think that, uh, Hitler was possessed and that Germany became possessed. A lot of Hitler's big rallies were satanic ceremonies. I agree with that, the fool society and all of the occult. Um, the opposite of that is the process of sanctification, is God does it, uh, and then God, the creation is always happening all of the time, and then um, God says, I do it, you watch, and we see the amazing, we see that in all of creation all the time, and then God says, I do it, you help, and that would be World War II. That would be a turning point there that is so important. Uh, and then God would say, you do it and I help. Uh, and that would be, for example, the divine providence, whether it's Moses at the Red Sea or whether it's uh, the, the radio not working, the Japanese uh, scout planes radio not working, or any number of events uh, during George Washington's um, war where he lost almost every battle. Uh, and then God says, um, you do it, I watch. And so God is watching over us. That's the concept of divine providence is there's a conscious, creative, uh, uh, all-knowing um, creator of the universe that is concerned personally about us and wants us to follow the path of, of life and freedom. Um, and then beyond it, Beyond that is, you do it, because God is always doing it. So if we're doing it, then we're in relation. In Christian terms, that would be where one or more, or two or more are gathered. Uh, in the dojo, um, that would be the space in between, the ma'ai. Uh, in Apache, it'd be the de. It's the relation. In scientific terms, it's quantum entanglement. Where, And if you send two particles out, you flick this one, that one goes simultaneously the opposite way. There's a connection. At the at the fifth degree black belt level in the Bujinkan, that's a test that you have to be given by a Shihan, a senior uh, master, or the Soke, the father of the Bujinkan, where your spirit's cool. And he you close your eyes and sit down. And then at some point, he just cuts down with a Fukuro Shinai, a um, padded sword, and you've got to move out of the way. And there's a quantum connection. You can't hear it. You can't react in time. It's just whether you can connect or not. And so I've given that test many times. I've taken that test many times. I've been an observer. You've got to have an observer. And that's showing that you are now connected to a senior teacher who is then connected to God. And so 
as things are about to get really worse, so everything I predicted about the elections, uh, that there's not going to be a red wave, that they are going to steal the elections, and I'm working tirelessly with Arizona Patriots, Michigan Patriots, Team America, uh, all of that, but they have infiltrated that system. They have espionaged that system so that they could sabotage all of it. So it's going to get really bad. Uh, Arizona is the Alamo for America. Uh, and, of course, the, everyone at the Alamo died. But what people forget is that that gave Houston time to prepare. And when Houston beat Santa Ana, after everybody at the Alamo died, Houston beat Santa Ana in 20 minutes. So when the time finally came, the victory was quick, just like at Midway, when the time finally came. But that doesn't mean a lot of people aren't going to die and there's not going to be a lot of suffering. And we've seen over a million uh, jab deaths already. We're going to see more. Uh, so how is that done? It comes down to individuals who are focused. Houston, Washington, uh, Billy Mitchell, of course, Yeshua. Um, as the primary example. But then where do you do it? It has to be done kinetically. You can't just talk about it. You can't just give speeches. That's not going to work. You can't sit back and want, eat the popcorn. You've got to do it. Um, that was the example of Yeshua. So uh, Yeshua begins the relationship of master-disciple. It's in the Didache, the training, not the teaching, the training of the 12 disciples in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ. The training uh, with a handbook, because if you do my dojo, there's a handbook you get. If you're in my handgun martial arts dojo, get a handbook. If you're in the chaplaincy, there's a handbook, and the Didache is a handbook. Uh, it's not thick. It's not huge, because it, the, the handbook is just a guidebook. The real stuff is the training, and you're supposed to have a master Christian who is teaching you. A matetes uh, is a student or a disciple. The tiskalos in Greek is master. And so that's what comes out of the devastation and the death and the horror of World War II uh, on both sides. What comes out of that is a remembrance of master and student relationship. It was supposed to be that. It was that from the beginning with Yeshua, but that's not what Western Christianity did. Western Christianity followed Greek Roman tradition, uh, and so it became where you're sitting watching the Greek play, and so the priest is up there in your mass, and there's the railing, and so you sit back there passively. And the same thing then happens uh, with, and it already happened with Judaism, with the rabbis legalizing everything, and then it happened with Protestantism, where the pastor gets up there and goes, okay, let's pray. And it's not him, it's not you praying, it's just you sitting there while he drones on endlessly and you're in the audience. It was never supposed to be that. It was supposed to be a dynamic interchange between master and disciple. And so that was lost until after the horror and blood and death of World War II and Japanese dojos, the first American students of Japanese martial arts. And the Japanese had never been defeated, ever, in their history, ever. That's why they thought they could beat us. We were the first to defeat them. And that's the great line in Midway, like they're retreating. For the first time, they're retreating. And that's the Doolittle Way. It's the first time they've ever been attacked on their home soil. They were that strong. So, out of that comes martial arts. And it was what Yeshua and the apostles did, but it was lost in Greek Romanization of what Yeshua was teaching. But it returns in Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi. And the Karate and the Karate Kid is not very good, but that's a classic movie. We've even shown it in the dojo. But what's classic about it is the master-disciple relationship. Wax on that. Wax off. Just go do it. And people love that, and they're hungry for that. So I'm a chaplain, but my main ministry happens in the dojo, and they don't even know they're being ministered to. They don't have to. They don't have to agree. I don't need a statement from them. I don't need some kind of political Nicene Creed statement from them. But they're coming, and so this is where the last of the Alamo is going to be, the dojo. And that's why I'm doing this show here today, to show you 
what that is. So started in martial arts 1967, 10 years old, because I was afraid. And I lost my fear of physical contact through probably would have been a lot more gentle doing football in the past. Um, and eventually got in a big fight in law school, 25 college wrestlers, lost that fight, uh, and then went into the uh, dojo, uh, met Stephen Hayes, just came back from Japan, first American to train with uh, Soke, Dr. Masake Atsumi. Soke is typically translated as grandmaster, but it really means head of a family. He came over two years later in 82, and I, I was already a karate black belt, and I was just amazed at what he was doing. Uh, he came, and so this is a pattern. If you read my books and follow my stuff, Philip came to the to the Makasan store. Yeshua came back. Hatsumi came over. But then after that, you have to go to them. And I went to Japan after that. Got commissioned in 1984, took a hop, started training, been training ever since. The restoration, the rescue and the restoration of our republic will happen through individuals who have strong moral, spiritual ethics. And they will develop those, not by sitting in church and not by listening to speeches, but by training. That's why Yeshua says, throw your net over the right side of the boat, Kepa, Peter. What do you mean? I've been doing it all night. Just do what I tell you. Oh, my gosh. If he knows this much about fishing, what else does he know about? Paul was a tent maker. He was teaching while making tents. So that's the purpose of letting you see the dojo. Uh, and, you know, you got to find a good dojo. It's hard to find a good dojo. But this is mine, and it's still going. And that's the legacy that this is still going, that I'm not even here anymore. Uh, and my senior students are passing this on. That is the test. Uh, and that's what our young folks need. So the first thing you see when you come into the dojo here is the Bujinkan Code. Uh, and this goes back to 1890. Um, and it says, to know that patience comes first. Of course, everybody is so impatient today. Uh, so you've got to become patient if you're going to read something. To know that the path of man comes from justice. We'll see that again in the declaration, uh, the HMAC declaration, justice. Um, and uh, years ago, I was in Japan, in Ayase, uh, with like 500 other line, students lined up, Deshi. And Hatsumi Sensei goes, and Jeff-san uh, does me justice. And I bowed down. And only a couple people came up and asked what that meant. Uh, but it was key. And those people started training with me. But justice is a circle of protection. You have justice in a courtroom because there's a bailiff, uh, there's a sheriff that stops the murderers and rapists from continuing to murder and rape everybody. So the dojo is a circle of justice. But the path of man to humanity, to be fully human, uh, comes from justice. Renounce avarice, indolence, and obstinacy. Stop being greedy, be, stop being lazy, and stop being stubborn. That's what makes you old. Even, even if you're young, there's lots of young people who are old today. They're rigid in mind, body, and spirit. Youth is flexibility in mind, body, and spirit. To recognize sadness and worry as natural, to seek the immovable heart. That is to understand you're going to be sad, you're going to worry, let go of that, and become level, become like water. And to not stray from the path of loyalty and brotherly love, and to delve always deeper into the heart of Budo. Be loyal uh, and love your brother, love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and so this is from Toda um, Shinriku Masamitsu and Takamatsu Toshitsugu. That was Hatsumi Sensei's teacher and, of course, Hatsumi Sensei. So that's the first thing you see when you're coming to the dojo. Some other things, there's different awards here. There's a Tenthan Shikengato European Jiu-Jitsu Association. There's a Honduran Special Forces Award. Uh, that's my 15th Don from Sensei with all my membership cards showing I'm the real deal. It's an article that was in a local magazine about me, uh, a string hanko stamp of the Yama Neko, and a uh, cover of an article um, of a magazine, the Hiden magazine, the preeminent Japanese martial arts magazine there that uh, Sensei had me on in a couple times. 
uh, more awards, uh, Hanshi, so DEA award, uh, a couple flyers here for HMAC, is this is the Handgun Martial Arts Dojo, that's a martial art I founded, but that's the Bujikan uh, here, we've got the flyers up there for people to take a look at uh, when they come in, and lots of gifts, this is um, um, Bodhidharma, he brought Chana or Zen Buddhism from India to China, uh, supposedly floating across the, the water on, on one uh, sandal there. So the sandal's back there. He's got big eyes, cut off his eyelids to meditate. But he also, in between doing seated zazen, he taught martial exercises. So he's in most uh, dojos. By the way, Buddha originally said, I'm not God. I don't know God. This is the way out of suffering. A lot of people worship Buddha, Buddha but uh, originally that was not it. The food, this is the Sword of Justice. This is a Tibetan Gorge, as above, so below, heaven and earth connecting uh, as well. And a special uh, Tibetan bell uh, that is not rung, but moved to make a sound like you're making a glass. Uh, and this is the uh, Bushindo, the uh, guardian throne of the dojo. Sensei painted that for me when he came to Tucson in 99 uh, to guard the spirits of the dojo. A flag I was given from a unit that I trained in warrior school uh, from the cryptologic support group in Baghdad in 2009. Uh, it's an honor to have trained so many of our patriots. And different articles of, uh, here's a tactical medicine article I published. You can see me training PJs there. This is the first article I ever published in Black Belt Magazine, Special Forces Nijitsu. A couple medals from Sensei, uh, Hall of Fame, this Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Uh, another article um, out of my seizures. This is where my first big case Sees two, two and a half tons of cocaine down in uh, Nogales. That's me way back in the back. These are the bosses. They're having a press conference, and the, and the cell phone goes off. That was kind of funny. Um, it's all cocaine, 10,000 pounds of marijuana, some of my, some of my uh, clippings from different uh, DA courses where when I was a hero before I was a zero, when I became a whistleblower. Uh, International Association of Law Enforcement Fire Instructors, um, keynote speaker. Back in 2015, uh, cop fire instructors from all over the world. You could go to all these classes, but on Friday, you had to listen to me all day. Uh, Master's College of Martial Arts, Doctor of Martial Arts. That was some of my honorary PhDs. My certified martial arts chaplaincy, chaplain uh, from Airborne Ranger, martial art. Other awards from Sensei. Uh, Pray for War Billy, that is very popular uh, around the world. Lots of reviews there. Spirit Leadership Award. Uh, more awards. Tenth Don and Shinken Gata in real combat fighting because I've trained uh, so many military and intelligence and law enforcement. That's a, that's a Tenth Don as well from Hatsumi Sensei. Uh, Chaplain's Award. Very proud of that. Chaplain of the Year Award. Another award from the 715th Military Intelligence Battalion, Warrior School, and this is uh, me with some of my instructors training 250 soldiers in uh, Hawaii, which was real cool because I might have trained for one day and I was there for a week, and they said, what do you want to do? I said, well, I go to the USS Arizona, and I, we went, and then, uh, then we went over to the Missouri, so they showed where the war starts on the, on the Arizona and where it ends on the Missouri, on the surrender deck. Very cool. Um, it's Bujinkan USA. This is a kanji painted by uh, Hatsumi Soke. And then this is the, the dojo here. So when you come in, you take your shoes off, leave out the dirt of the outside world out there, and then you come in and bow, showing respect to the coming down of the center uh, of the dojo. And uh, a lot of uh, people kind of get upset with that. This is just a check-in. This is a 
uh, a friend of mine, uh, a mentor in uh, special forces and special operations intelligence had that made for me. That's the special forces crest, the oppressively bear, to liberate the oppressed. Really nice. Been getting lots of rewards. Some of my videos don't sell DVDs anymore, but they're all up on jeffreypraver.com in the shop. Uh, the close quarter combat uh, videos used to sell in Army Air Force Exchange stores worldwide. Trained over 17,000 military personnel, sometimes in as large as 600 soldiers a class for two weeks straight. And a lot of my uh, dojo um, series, these used to sell in Budo video, uh, the largest supplier worldwide. One of my books, Chase, Terror on the Border. Um, airline Defense, uh, filmed on the 747 in honor of Todd Beaver and Jeremy Glick. Uh, this is uh, the certifications for the martial art I founded. When I'm teaching the Bujukan, I am chartered to teach under my teacher, the Grand Master, but I founded uh, HMAC, Handgun Martial Arts Center. Uh, and this is the certification of that as a martial art. It's been going on for quite some time. This is one of my articles in SWAT, part of it, uh, SWAT magazine. Uh, different weaponry for training, all kinds of training, shuriken, sonuki, um, shuko, training claws, kunai, Lots of different uh, yari, spear, naginata, rokushaku bow, a real rokushaku bow, a pair rokushaku bow. Lots of uh, weapons for training. Kyokutsu shoge, there, ninja weapon, Kyokutsu shoge training one there. Uh, here, when we do the handgun martial arts class, here is where we bow in here. This is a gift from a student, uh, flag with the army seal, because I was army, obviously, senior service. Before there was a country, there was an army. This is the Handgun Martial Arts Declaration, and this is uh, something I keep, I hope keeps going, and this is a very important declaration, and this is what we say at the beginning of uh, Handgun Martial Arts classes, we keep and bear arms, affirming our inalienable creator-endowed rights, training in handgun martial arts, not for sport or competition, but for the refinement of the virtues of the citizen warrior. Establishing justice and always with the aid of divine providence in defense of life, liberty, and community of that means. That's from 2012. Actually, July 14, 2012, uh, French Revolution. Keep it in bearing arms, Second Amendment. Being able to create our rights, God gave them to us, nobody can take, away from, take them away from us. Um, training, again, dedicate training, not talking. Handgun martial arts, martial is war. Uh, not for sport or competition, because when you are doing something for sport or competition, you start to game it, you start to cut, cut corners. Um, one time I was uh, back at the Quantico at the FBI Academy on the firearms range, and they were reloading on the run from out of cover. And that's for an IPSC, International Pistol Shooters Competition. But if you're in a gunfight, you certainly don't want to have an empty gun when you're not in cover. That's an example of cutting corners. Citizen, citizen of the United States, warrior, expert in war, handgun uh, war, because when the terrorists come around, they're going to have their shotguns or their long guns, and we're only going to have our, our handguns that we carry with us all the time. And establishing justice, as I said before, a circle of justice out from each person, depending upon their ability. If you're in the dojo, it's your hands and feet. If you're in HMAC, it's how far you can extend justice uh, with your handgun, uh, if you're in warrior school with your long gun, if you're in the chaplaincy and you become a warrior healer, then it's the, the distance of your soul. Um, and always do divine providence. Divine providence is interaction with the creator, helping us to be in connection. Uh, defense of life, liberty, and spirit of happiness, what God says is good. Um, more weapons, blue guns, training weapons, uh, more weapons. Uh, this is kind of funny. This is, uh, there's a guy who uh, is obsessed 
with me, the ex-husband of uh, one of my students, Jared Armitage, and uh, he likes to make fun of this, but this is a Kaibo Nuibo, a traditional Japanese battery ram weapon. Um, I don't really spend much time on critics. And these are Ofuda. My Ofuda is in Japan, in the Hambu, in the headquarters. These are my black belts. So these are my black belts that haven't betrayed me or still around. Uh, there's a lot more, but uh, uh, this shows them that they are committed to the family of the Bujinkan, Warrior Spirit School, Yalaneko, um, Mountain Lion Hall. And uh, this is the Kamigana. This is the central place of the dojo. So if you come into the chaplaincy, you'll see that over our mantle, we have uh, the center of the dojo because Yeshua said, go into your home to pray. Not, don't go make a big spectacle in, in front of the synagogue, in front of the church. And so that's the center uh, of our house. And you'll see the, the Torah, the Judeo Bible, and then the uh, sacred object, and then the candle, Judeo-Christian native, leading them uh, in the Christ connection to God. Same thing here. Uh, this is what makes this a dojo. The declaration makes it a handgun dojo. The kamidana, the spirit shelf, makes it a dojo, not a studio. Most everybody today is a studio, and they have trophies everywhere. We're not competitive. My trophies are my kids that grow up to be good men and women, um, living trophies. A lot of Christians get freaked out about this. They give this a lot more power uh, than I do. This is just a reminder of stuff. We clean this and let the kids handle it. It's not like there's any particular power in here. It's a focus, just like it's funny that the Christians don't, they don't have a problem with, uh, you know, standing up for the flag or putting their hand over the flag with all of them coming down and it freaks them out. So uh, this is um, Shingen Bundo, painted by Hatsumi Sensei on my last trip to Japan. Mind, have the mind and eyes of God. This is Kamiichimai, God's one breath away. God is very close to you. The kingdom of God is within you. And the Kamidana. And the Kamidana has five candles. They're not lit right now for the five elements, earth, water, fire, wind, void. There's salt up there on the sides because uh, salt crystals hold energy. Uh, there's the sake jars. So alcohol carries current better. The greenery for life. Um, there's a little water jewel up there. And beyond that, there's a kagami. There is a mirror. Uh, and that goes into initiation training. That's also, um, in Christian terms, that'd be image bearers, be an image bearer. Um, so that's important. And when there's no reflection, there's no ego left. And that's the little uh, house. If you go into a synagogue, you'll see they, they'll take the Torah out of there. And they turn away. They're not supposed to turn away, but they turn away. So that's always open. And above that is just like what Atsumi Sensei did in Japan, that blank Fuda is for God. Is, so there's always emphasis on going upwards to God, exactly the opposite of what is happening uh, in pop culture today. And so this is out of respect and bound in, but sometimes Christians get freaked out. I'm like, well, you're giving this a lot more power than I give it. It's just a bunch of stuff to remind me to connect to uh, God. And on back here, four weapons. We need a lot of different weapons and training. This is Noren split curtain. Um, their training area, um, office, more awards. When I first went to, uh, yeah, come on in and kind of, uh, when I first went in to Sensei's house, I was amazed that the place was covered in awards. I'm like, gosh, how'd that happen? And now it's happened to me, uh, cause I just stuck around, um, you know, people have done photos of different stuff, Dojo, HMAC, uh, word from Stephen Hayes, who started me there. Um, more articles and my uh, three KIAs uh, in the Wall of Honor uh, there who were uh, killed in the War on Terror. Just lost three as far as I know. Um, uh, White, McCaskill, uh, and Flores. Flores had 14 tours. The PJs, of course, are the most elite of special operations, not the SEALs that people think. 
<clears throat> another article goes in where school articles, different awards here. And I just left all this stuff. DEA stuff, some joint service medals, uh, Ranger, not Ranger, went there for snow cap line leaders course. I jumped with the Rangers. Uh, snow cap teams I was on and uh, PSYOPs teams I was on. I was never on an ODA, Special Forces team, Reserve Attaché, um, all of that. So this is where uh, people have learned to be in connection to each other and to God by training. Not a lot of God talk. Every once in a while there is, but not a whole lot of that um, happening uh, all the time. Uh, and that's how you get there from here. So people would come through, meet me through the dojo. Why? Because after World War II, after the horror and blood and nuclear war, two nuclear uh, atomic bombs on two different cities um, and devastation and complete surrender, then American soldiers go, hey, you guys are pretty good at this hand-to-hand -hand stuff. How do you do that? My karate sensei actually walked into the dojo, post-war Japan, walked across the deck, karate deck, it's a wooden deck, uh, with his boots on. There's an old man uh, mopping up the deck. He thought he was a janitor. He was a grandmaster. Um, and uh, said, hey, I want him to karate. He, he promptly dumped the water over his head and beat him out uh, with the mop. Um, that was how they started. But eventually they figured it out. So that's what we do as Americans. Uh, past our sins of war and murder, of Native peoples, of uh, African peoples, of uh, Japanese civilians, non-combatants, uh, is then we try and incorporate the best elements of that. Haven't done a very good job with um, Native stuff, but dojos are recognizable now. And the master-disciple relationship that should have happened with true Christianity and you can see it in the Didache, D-I-D-A-C-H-E, you can read it anywhere, um, really comes out in uh, karate and then judo and then everything else. And then you can develop, then beyond this relationship, when you this is what Team America is supposed to be. When you train with somebody year after year, then you're there for them and you get to know them and you come into their homes. As Sensei invited me into his home, as Philip invited me into his home. Um, as people invited Yeshua into their homes, and then you develop this earned trust that you cannot buy. You can't buy it. You can only earn it. That is so important. And that's what's going to sustain everybody in these hard times that are coming. And hard times are coming. Famine is coming. So remember, I said, I said, DNI report's going to be late. DNI report's going to be late. Not going to be a red wave. They're going to sabotage. America's uh, Arizona is America's Alamo. Yep, it is. Alamo Falls. Maricopa will likely fall. I was on the phone today with all the attorneys and been working hard on that. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's over. Houston wins in 20 minutes. Midway uh, wins after the price is paid. There's a lost generation. I've had. Tens of thousands of students, the dojo is hanging on by its fingernails. But the kids are growing up in here, and that's why I'm keeping this dojo open uh, for the children. And they are learning respect and reverence and connection and hard work by doing it. So I wanted to tell you a story of three dojo families, and it's very emblematic of America. Because between the chaplaincy and warrior school and handgun martial arts and the dojo and horsemanship and initiation, I've taught just about everybody. I've taught, you know, farmers, uh, millionaires, uh, everybody. 
has come through my door over the years. Um, and uh, I'm, again, I'm not talking about people who don't like me, who gaslight me. I'm talking about people who have sought me out. <clears throat> so there's a, there was an HMAC family. Uh, and again, this is a student who was a black shirt and black belt. He had achieved rank by training with me for many years. And he was a Christian, but in his Christian church, there was no uh, gift of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. There was just, um, just suffering. You're just devil's food, really. But he never, lots of times I'll stop class and I'll start, and I'll say, sit down, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about something. And I'll just talk about something. Um, and there's other classes where I'm yelling at everybody. Uh, uh, but he never incorporated he never went beyond the tactical techniques. Um, so he had a daughter. Uh, she came to one of our uh, Christmas parties. I'm here in town for the Hancock Martial Arts Christmas party. I'll do a couple seminars, career school seminar, dojo seminar. I'm here for the sensei's birthday, the Komiosai, great light celebration, um, our end of the year uh, parties, our Christmas parties. But she came to one of those and you know, she was um, gender confused nice young lady, uh, but he just didn't pay any attention to that. You've got to give folks a base. There's a difference between uh, homosexuals and lesbians and trannies, because trannies are trying to groom our children so that they can abuse them and rape them. There's homosexual behavior uh, everywhere. Now, as a Christian, that's a sin, but we all sin. Um, there's a difference, and all where all this is going, as I'm saying, is to uh, the normalization of pedophilia. You just saw that with the Balenciaga, uh, BDSM stuff. So uh, this uh, guy didn't pay any attention to that. He wouldn't listen. He wouldn't take his training further. Uh, you start training in martial arts or HMAC or something, then you can continue to grow as a human being. In other words, wouldn't do that. And the girl ended up um, killing herself, shooting herself with his handgun. And he was a handgun martial artist. Something I say all the time is, the gun is not the answer, you are. The gun is a tool in the toolbox. And most of the time we don't shoot. We don't need to shoot. Uh, and then after that, went through some more training, and his wife killed herself. So I'm always talking about the Didache says there are two ways, the way of life and the way of death, and they're vastly different. So the samurai way of hagakure, of seppuku, of disempowerment, that's the way of death. And so I am teaching the way of life, and I'm teaching, uh, I am emulating my teachers, my adopted dad, uh, Hatsumi Sensei, Philip Casador, John O'Hara, the Christian navigator, holy man, and of course, Yeshua, the way of life. He's gone. He left. Uh, and he'll probably end up dead. Because in here, in the respite of the dojo where things were different, it was good, but he'd go back out there and do the same stuff he always did. And because there was no relationing of what he was learning here to his daughter and to his wife, they killed themselves. The whole purpose of a warrior is to protect the innocent. The rules of native warriorship are never harm the children and everything is born of woman. He obviously violated both of those. So you take the Judeo Ten Commandments, the two Christian commandments, the two native commandments, and you get American exceptionalism. But you've got to train for it. <clears throat> when you train for it, you've got to then incorporate it. And he did not. And now he's gone. After all the training, after achieving uh, black belt, uh, black shirt status in HMAC. Another family, uh, the guy saw me years and years ago. I used to train out on the University of Arizona campus outside, and he saw me. People used to walk by. I used to train outside because people would walk by and start training. Now everybody's on their phones. Uh, and they think they're, while well, they're playing martial arts games, video games, that they're a martial artist. Uh, all of their things and all of their focus is on outer technology, not inner technology. So not, not outside anymore. 
But uh, this guy said, you know, when I have kids, I'm going to bring him to, to, I'm going to bring my kids to, to him to train. And he did. <coughs> and um, great little kids, and they grew up in here. Really uh, very fond of them. Um, but he's kind of a hippie guy, didn't work hard. Uh, his wife's a public school teacher. And they were all involved in Black Lives Matter and all the um, the um, liberal communism. They just bought all that stuff. And I used to have, before the pandemic, the pandemic, the PSYOP, my, my kids' class was like 25 kids. And most of the kids were kids of public school parents who didn't know how to discipline their kids. And they liked that I knew how to discipline their kids with love and respect because uh, they didn't understand that discipline brings... I can say this, and if I have my kids line up, I'll say this: discipline brings, and you'll hear them go, "Freedom, discipline brings freedom." If you don't have free, if you don't have discipline, then you're not going to be free because you're going to be addicted to whatever, addicted to fear, addicted to ego, addicted to sugar, addicted to cocaine, addicted to drugs, addicted to the next jab. So anyway, this family trained for a long time. They made a lot of progress. They went to other things. They went to initiation, um, and. Uh, they thought initiation was cool because it's kind of Indian stuff. But I'm always like, this isn't the cool kids club. This is real stuff. When you graduate from initiation, we're going to consider you spiritual, emotional adults, and we're going to treat you like that. We're going to expect you to act like spiritual, emotional adults. Uh, you are physically an adult when you can reproduce. You're spiritually, emotionally adult when you can love well. But as you can see today, America's fallen apart. Civilization is fading because grown males and females act like spoiled brats. That's the premise of initiation. So a premise of initiation is society's in crisis. Uh, society's in crisis because um, grown males and females act like spoiled brats. Grown males and females act like spoiled brats because no one's training them anymore for adulthood. That's what happens in initiation of puberty. You separate the genders, the tribes do, the Apaches, the Inde do this really well. You train them for their roles as adults. So in the dojo, nobody calls me Jeff. They call me Sensei or Shihan or really formed Aishihan. They're being real formed. But when they say that to me, they're reminding me of my duty to them and that I have a special relationship beyond being their friends. I'm not their friend. It's a lifetime relationship. Uh, and I have experienced that with Yeshua, with uh, John O'Hare, with Phil Casador, with Atsumi Sensei, and with my dad, who's not my friend either. Um, it's a much more important relationship than that. But these folks did not, uh, they go outside the dojo and they do their usual um, pop culture, public school, hippie life. Uh, the girl got gender confused uh, and she was clearly abused. You could tell she was clearly abused. She's hurting all the time. Um, and the boy kept um, trying to kill himself, overdosing. And they will probably end up dead, which is a terrible shame because they're wonderful young kids. But it's really on their parents who would not step up. They would not let go of their way of death, of their conventions. Uh, they thought they were real open-minded because they got ponytails, but they aren't at all. They're not open to alternative lifestyles, to the pop culture uh, way of death and slavery. And so they're out of the dojo now after all these years. Uh, and I am sad for them. Uh, then there's another family. And uh, this family is the last one to come in. They brought their kid in. Little boy, he was all over the place and crazy. And again, public school teacher. And uh, he was running all over the place. And I started disciplining him. He was on all kinds of drugs and had all kinds of problems after a couple of years. Quiet and calm and respectful. A couple more years, off drugs. Now, one of the senior uh, students in the kids' class got adult rank and will be a fine young man. And his sister, um, my youngest black belt uh, and exceptional, um, not even a teenager yet, but uh, exactly what tribes and pioneer children were like. By, by 16, 15 and 16, they were adults and they were doing amazing things like, like uh, Maddie Ross and true grit. Uh, and their parents are initiation graduates. They're 
in the dojo, they're in the chaplaincy, they're in HMAC, and they're stumbling, but they're trying to come forward, and their children are coming forward. There's a whole lost generation of, I've had so many cops and soldiers and 20 to 30 uh, somethings that are gone. They're soft. Their testosterone has dropped 30 to 50%. Uh, They're whiny. They just don't want to work hard. Um, and they think all of this is going to stay like this. And it's not. It's all collapsing. It's going to go the way of the buffalo uh, and the horse culture. And it's all going to go away. And it's going to only be preserved by individuals connected to God and to each other uh, through their morals, which define their ethics, which allows them. This is really what Team America is really about. It's really at an individual level. It's an ind everything is an individual level. There's no social justice. Uh, there's uh, no um, social uh, being saved. It's all individual. When Yeshua says, I leave you my peace, it's peace to you. It's an individual peace in the connection, in the Christ connection. It's not world peace. There's never been world peace. There won't ever be world peace. There's always going to be bullets. So that's why the dojo is so important. That's why I am showing you the dojo, and it all happens on this worn out tatami with blood, sweat, and tears, uh, lots of, this is where you develop yourself to go out into the world. And if you can do it in here, then maybe you can start to do it in here. My definitely, you know, I'm a master. I have several, you know, lots of degrees, you know, Shihan, Major, you know, Rantanchan, Chaplain, Chief Chaplain, lots of titles. But my concept of mastery is when you can take what you've learned in here and take it out there and apply it uh, to your life. And the, the children who are more mature than so many adults are going to be able to do that, and they will make it. And I say this all the time. My kids will say, Dad, are this guy going to make it? Are this going to make it? No, they're not going to make it. No, they're not going to make it. No, they might make it. Um, things with the fall of Maricopa in the fall of the elections, things are about to get very, very hard in America. Arizona is America's Alamo, and it looks like it is going to fall, despite the few patriots. Everybody else is drugged up, fattened up, dumbed down, not paying attention, think everything's going to continue to go along, uh, and it is not. This train, the rail strikes are coming. The diesel strikes are, the famines are coming, all of that. The, the illegals coming through the border, uh, running rampant, all of that. And those who will survive that, usually, who trained with me, started here. Started bowing in here and learning those lessons from here. And there's a small dedicated core uh, that are here, uh, like um, Michael Sensei and like... Uh, Mark and Lewis and others and others across the country who are offering this training. But most people just watch my podcast. They don't end up training. Um, and, when, uh, and, and the whole cue psyop of sit back and watch the show and eat your popcorn doesn't work like that. You have got to get involved. And, but you start here. You do a 25-mile ruck march one step at a time. But that's why this is so important uh, that's why there's justice inside this space where there's no justice left in the Department of Justice. And that's what I have learned from my teachers and why just like Yeshua, Hatsumi, Philip, who came down to Fuachuca, came back for me, I'm coming back for them. But eventually they'll have to come back to me and then eventually they'll have to do it on their own. Then God will say, you do it. So we're not always winning, but we will win. And winning is difficult, dangerous, and always expensive in blood and treasure. It's going to be more expensive than most of you can conceive because you haven't studied history. You haven't looked at World War II or World War I or the hundred years of tribal wars, our longest war, not Afghanistan, but the tribal wars. But the tribes are still here. The Jews are still here. The Christians are still here. 
Synagogue churches and sweat lodges are still here. There's no Mithra temples left. There's no Zeus churches left. But those who hold the truth are still here. And they will remain. But it's going to get real hard. And if you haven't started training for this, you better start now. So God bless, hold fast, keep the faith. We will win. But freedom is never given. It is earned. It is fought for. It is taken. And here's where you learn to take